Check, mic, check, mic, check, mic, check. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Last Stop on the D. This is your boy Brandon in Brooklyn. I'm here with um, two good homies, Amber and Kamal. Say what up, y'all. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. What's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> you know we're here. We're back at it. These are my special co-hosts today. So today we have a very special guest for y'all. He's a Brooklyn native, digital marketing expert, a T. Somalier, a Biggie Smalls fanatic, as well as co-owner of Brooklyn T, Ali Wright. What's going on, Ali? How's it doing, fam? Good to see you. Good to have you here. Great, great. Yeah, it's good to be here. On the show. So yeah, we are sitting in my kitchen slash studio. Mm-hmm. And it is a fall November night. It's no, it's Thanksgiving next week. I can't believe it. It's crazy. You yeah. guys are probably going to get this for Thanksgiving, you guys. Ali's got a story. Today's topic is today's topic is interesting. And, and shout outs to Amber for bringing this to my yeah. attention. So, people, it really doesn't matter what color you are, how old you are, where you're from, how tall you are. How short you are. Black businesses have grown 28% during the pandemic. I'll say that again. Black businesses have grown during the pandemic. That, that's important. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really important. Let's go. <laughs> Especially black micro businesses. And if you guys don't know what micro businesses are, specifically a business that's just no brick and mortar, they're just having an online presence. And uh, that's what Ali's tea shop was in the very beginning yeah i mean funny enough is we also started in a brooklyn apartment kitchen <laughs> let's go yeah on let's franklin go. on franklin ave yeah shout outs to everybody listening to this right now from the tea shop shout outs to y'all right now absolutely um yeah man so yeah man we brought you up here because we want to um talk about your story talk about some of the hardships bro because it's not easy out here running a business like it's, it's nice that business boom but it's not easy out here running a business um you ended up in Google Jail. Amber, what? What, what is Google, Google Jail? Jail? How did you end up in Google Jail? Yes, we were talking not too long ago, about two months, about how Google made us not searchable. We are mm-hmm. an online business. That's not good. So basically, to the listeners out there, quote unquote, Google Jail. Did we make that up? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the thing. It's a thing. Yes. Sounds official. Google yeah. Jail is when Google makes your business not searchable. And how do you get out of it? Um, Even more complicated. I guess that's why we have this special guest today. Yep. Right. I'm finally free. Finally free? (laughs) Since when? Free Brooklyn Tea. How long you been out? Uh, Late August. Oh my God. <laughs> Brooklyn Tea is the shit. Shout out to anybody who's listening to this and that has been to Brooklyn Tea. So, to the audience, like, you don't know me. We've been together for only like one episode, but Ali is always giving me like enlightenment. Oh. I say that to say, I'm always surprised. So, I think he was something special for us. This is Ali, right? Yeah. And Ali got in trouble. So, uh, mm-hmm. Ali, t- tell us how you got in trouble. <laughs> tell us how you got out of it. Yeah. 
background first. Yeah, like, what, what type of business do you like? Right. Yeah, no problem. So, um, yeah, so we have a brick and mortar, but our main source of income always is the online side. Um, we started online in 2017 out of Franklin Ave, Crown Heights uh, apartment in our kitchen. All right. Um, that's how the, that's where the begins. The, that's where the beginning is. And then we, you know, we did some events and festivals. We did pop ups, and eventually we got a brick and mortar tea room, tea shop on Nostrand Ave and Bed Stuy. Now we have another one on the other side of Bed Stuy on uh, Lewis and Decatur, and one in Atlanta. So during the pandemic, we really grew, and a lot of that growth was through the online engagement you know we got a twitter shout out from shonda rhymes we're on beyonce's like black business parade list and a lot of our wow yeah a lot of us getting through the pandemic were those online orders which went from like two a day and one was my mom to a hundred a day uh and yeah so shout outs to mama right right if you're listening to this (laughs) within like Three years? Yeah, so we've only been in business four years total. Four years total. Damn, Four years total, three locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the most orders you had today? Um, it was, so Shonda Rhimes and Beyonce was a, like a 24-hour span. Mm-hmm. So the next day, I think we got 160-some-odd orders the that day. Day. That day, and then we were like, "Oh wait, because of the pandemic, we had like two employees working at a time." I was about to ask how many employees for 160 orders. Yeah, so Jamil and I were working from 5 a.m. to 1 a.m. on shifts. So I start the 5 a.m. shift and work as long as I could. She'd come in like at 11 t- noon, and she worked to 1 a.m. Then I'd like talk to her and walk home every night. So we weren't sleeping. We was getting those boxes out though. So at this point, is Brooklyn Tea like your job, or like you also splitting your time? Yeah, no, I didn't quit my job until last June. So I was also a digital marketer for uh, Visit Alexandria, the city of Alexandria, Virginia, okay. at the same time. <laughs> Shout out to Alexandria. Yeah, love that place still. Yeah, working, okay. working, working. Yeah, so back to Google Jail, right? As you can see, the internet's very important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> extraordinarily. <laughs> right. Um, so it was a double whammy. So because we were so busy and because like I was at, at the brick and mortar so often, I kind of let my other duty of being the digital marketer for Brooklyn T kind of slide a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't focused on like this Google search console. I wasn't checking our Google ads, kind of had them on auto. So I was just, you know, banking on all the work I did earlier, just paying off in perpetuity. I wasn't paying attention. So we had a dip in the summer, but we always have a dip in the summer because we're a tea business. Um, so when the dip was a little... A little lower than normal, I started, you know, checking out all the data, and I noticed that we were totally 100% off of Google search. Um, and then, doing more digging, we were also off of Google Ads and the Google Merchant Center. So, so we, we, we don't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all of our orders over the summer were people who already ordered, or people who saw us on Facebook or Instagram, and that was it. But the Google search is how we get a large chunk of new customers because someone searches you know oolong tea we, we were popping up pretty early right yes, or and oh yeah exactly rooibos or even like cream roll gray or or masala chai near me or something like that like there's a lot of google searching that happens and it's random that you know get us 
you know, gets new customers. That is crazy. So mm-hmm. that, that sounds like it's a pretty bad thing to be in Google Jail when that's the main source of your clicks. Absolutely. And it's our first time, and we had no idea how to fix it. So, of course, we go to support chats. We went to the Shopify support chat. We went to the Google ad support chat. And everyone was kind of blaming everyone else. And it, oh, yeah, it was crazy. And it's, you know, I'm a digital marketer, but I am not, a, I don't build the websites, right? I don't, I don't do the, you know, the front end and back end web development stuff. So when they were trying to like get me to fix, I'm like, hey, sh- this is Shopify's software. I don't even, I don't think I can get in the back end of this right i don't even let me um so at this point you're talking to google i'm talking to both you're talking to shopify and google and google yeah and shopify like runs your like e-commerce exactly exactly and they're both like we don't know it's it's somebody else's problem right so google said okay so google said i had two problems I had a malware problem on my site, which doesn't make sense because it's all Shopify. It's not like I'm putting these things on myself. And they also said that something was wrong with my tax information on the site, which was which made my products fraudulent. Right. So it was saying that my product price and the actual price people are paying was different. And I'm like, also, I'm like, hey, I don't control any of that. What's up? So I go to Shopify. I kind of screenshot what they're saying. He's like, okay, um, the malware is caused by one of our apps, a Yelp app, right? Okay. And I was like, okay, well, like Yelp and y'all, like y'all big companies, like why is this causing the malware joint? So they fixed that pretty fast. Malware alert. We got to yeah. Sorry, we got to back it up. Okay, let's go. Uh- <laughs> so it sounds like there is some type of guidelines that are enforced yeah, or rules exactly how, like websites work so like just to catch everybody like the listeners up and then also it, it, yeah so it's called a manual action is mm-hmm. that what it is right this is what um we we found the other day and then do you ever did it ever make you wonder how people did this back in the old days it was probably how you made money back in the, without a website for good well i think we need to back it up because you said all these words that no one knows malware you said yeah. Like, yeah just let me know when i say some of this jargony i mean I, th- no. I think our audience knows what malware is generally but we should explain that for no it's just yeah. like a yeah. bunch of things in a row that make you go like yeah we gotta explain uh, a little bit yeah but no like that's honestly, not the thing. <laughs> no it's awesome like you said i'm actually a digital marketing expert so sometimes i forget what hey, no, i believe you but <laughs> i had a water winning website anyway um <laughs> yeah sometimes i forget what's jargon and what's not it's just it's in there at this point well i don't know yeah it's all like honestly i was following it it sounded good to me mm-hmm. um but yo it's like um in older times this would be the equivalent of if your business only got spread around via word of mouth and no yellow pages yeah and then one person decided to go like, hey also don't talk about that restaurant to each other you can only go there if you already know about it yeah. don't describe it to other people don't yeah i there when they ask for tea i think that's really interesting i actually went to my grandma's house a little bit ago and you know like the she still has like those like books where it's like they send you a, an online store and what? then you like fill out the thing and they send you. The oh, thing. I used to love those. Yes. So. Oh, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. I've literally not seen these. How did they have your address? <laughs> She's older, right? Yeah. Because that's why. That's their only audience. They probably had her address Everyone for 30 years now. Yeah. Everyone should have yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be really fun to just like start a business by sending people paper. Mm hmm. Hey. You see it in Brooklyn all the time. People do start businesses with paper. Yeah. Right. Pull off tabs on the street poles, the street lamps. That's true. There's a market for everything. Thank you for that kind word from our sponsors. We're back. Um. With, with Ali Wright. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you've been listening to the first half, you already know what time it is. Um, Ali's a black business owner, and along his journey, he ended up in Google Jail. And you don't want to be pretty much in a position where you can't search your company. You don't have an online presence because it severely reduces your sales. So, Absolutely. yeah, if you guys don't know, you guys will probably look this up on your phone while you're walking, going wherever you guys are going. Look up SEO, search engine optimization. So, um, hopefully I'll splice this nice and neat. So, yeah, there are guidelines and um, requirements within the industry that, like, require you to have certain, certain click rates, mm. certain bounce rates, like how long people can visit on your page. There's certain types of code you can have in your web design as well. Exactly. Um, talk about this manual action that um for those that don't know it's like a, a red flag it's like a flag that they send you exactly an email and talk about how, yeah. absolutely so i get an email june uh june 2022 um that says uh the so the first email i got said that there was a discrepancy in the tax info on our site and that the numbers that we had for the customer was different than the number that they searched on our database when they looked. So there's a little button on that email that says, you know, request a review. So I request a review, and when they do the review, they say, you know what, nope, we were wrong about the taxes. Actually, you're shipping. Okay. <laughs> right? Uh, okay. <laughs> right. They make mistakes, y'all. They mm-hmm. make mistakes. Yeah. Stuff at this point. Right. Okay. So I'm like, okay, my shipping goes through Shopify. I don't control my shipping. I don't control my taxes. Like, I don't show any of that. Like, Shopify is doing all this stuff. So I go to Shopify and they're like, everything looks right to us. Google doesn't know what they talk about, right? So I'm like, okay. So I go to the Google's API team, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the team that connects all the Google stuff to all the Shopify stuff. Okay. Right? Shopify is just, yeah, Shopify is just like a web vendor. It's an e-commerce platform, e-commerce platform that's powering most e small micro businesses at this point. Right. So there's two big companies. Basically it's WordPress, which is a lot of do it yourself. And then the Shopify that kind of does everything for you. Okay. Word. Yeah. And there's many other platforms that you can yeah. use. WooCommerce. Yeah. It's a okay. square. Everyone, a lot of people have one. Gotcha. But Shopify's but, common. Yeah, Shopify is super common, huge billion dollar company. They ra- they ring the Nasdaq bell. They're, they're, they're huge, right? They they it's not like some small fry joint. So you're not the only person using Shopify and, and Google. Google. Right. No. What, right. what is going on at Brooklyn T? Mm-hmm. Where did the red flag come? So yeah. right. So when I start getting into the nitty gritty of everything, it just seems like Google didn't update of how it searches databases and Shopify, because we do a certain volume, gives us a discount on shipping through their their vendors, UPS and USPS, right? So, right, so 
Yes, because you, you know, because we're on the Shopify platform, that means you pay less for shipping using the normal vendors, which, yeah, which is great, right? It's a discount. But because we get a discount on shipping, then when Google was doing their, their, their web crawling and algorithms, they were like, oh, these prices are different and you, this is fraud. So now you are defrauding the customer. And I don't control oh. any of this. Major light bulb. Because I didn't understand it the first time you told me weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that makes way more sense. Right. Not since at the same time, though. So a human looked over the site. Right. Eventually. So a human, a team of humans actually looked over the site eventually. Okay. And then they were like, okay, this is how you fix this. So they just told me just to, on the Google side, say it's a fixed rate. Right, and make it a fixed rate lower than what you actually pay for shipping, and then everything will be fine. Right? I don't understand it myself, but I made it five dollars for shipping. Mm-hmm. Shipping usually is, you know, something between like five to ten bucks. It's whatever. Eligible. Yeah, it's, it's whatever, right? Um, so I did that, but then on the other side, they said I had malware on my site. So I went to Shopify. I was like, hey, how's this possible? They said, hey, the Yelp app is now defunct we don't use it anymore you need to delete it from your your website and i was like okay i don't understand that either but you know what cool so i just delete it so google does another search they say okay your shipping's good no more malware on your site you're back up so we went from three thousand impressions which means showing on google search to zero back to three thousand they're giving mm-hmm. you like this like whole run around like this is you know i don't know everyday stuff it's regular this is like really affecting your business mm-hmm. i'm wondering like how how does this affect your day-to-day activity how does this affect you know your lifestyle like your relationships yeah so we still have the other parts of the business so we still have that the tea room and tea shop that i deal with so i was doing this you know off hours so i was doing this early in the morning and then after the shop closes at night so that really was how what kind of got it fixed uh but yeah it was it, it, we took a hit and you know it took us maybe three months to get it all sorted out so we got our first notice in june and then we actually got back up for real in late august and now we're pretty much at the same levels we were at I was gonna ask you uh, after you got back up. Yeah. Did you take a look at your search engine optimization? Did you think about how to increase those impressions even more? Every day. Um, yeah. So after we were down, we were kind of doing a lot of things before, but then I was resting on my laurels of like, okay, I did all this stuff. Is this gonna work in perpetuity? I already have the right keywords. I already have all these things. So I wasn't really updating my website as often. But after that, it was like, okay, now we need to update the website all the time. I need to redo some blogs to make sure, like, you know, we're, we're new content and fresh content is now popping up on search engines. So I really went hard on the SEO side, search engine optimization um, side, to, you know, make sure our keywords are right, make sure we had the right content for the people we wanted to attract. And I just went double hard and double down. I've been doing it ever since August. You've been doing ever since august you're waking up early going to bed late over this problem that is affecting you financially mm-hmm. like what were you always confident that you're gonna figure this out i had to figure this out <laughs> yeah it's so, no option yeah it was no option for you. yeah it's yeah, like, it's google this is like you quit your job in in june in june yeah this is your livelihood absolutely so, my only source of income <laughs> 
I just imagine that that is hard. That takes a toll on you, like emotionally. Like, I I can't imagine having to go through that. Yeah, it, it it's hard, but you know it's. It is what it is. You just gotta keep going. Like maybe you know, in ten years, I'll be like, "Oh wow, that was tough." But right now, we're still in it, so we're just moving. Just keep moving. Exactly. Sometimes it bees like that, and that's all we know up here on Last Time in the Bees. So mm-hmm. I can applaud you for that. I appreciate you for that. So, um, how? So, question: How long did it take from that original moment of like virality mm-hmm. to the that dip? And then on the way up, like how long did that take? Like yep. all of this whole, this whole shenanigan. So we were riding that wave pretty much all the way through the pandemic. I think the shout out from uh, Shonda was uh, in May of the pandemic, 2020. And like that shout out plus uh, that shout out created some media stuff. So we were in like New York Magazine because of her shout out. And then she shouted us again in um, the Wall Street Journal. So shout out to Shonda Rhimes. You have been amazing. I've never met you. Um, Yeah, right. Um, But so we were just riding that wave and we were just getting new customers from, you know, as if we did PR because of, you know, that wave. And then the Google search, um, how the algorithm works is the more people that go onto your site and stay on your site and click through on your site, because Google can see all that, the more times they will show you for a keyword right so let's just say someone's looking for a rooibos which is a south african red tea if you know 30 percent of people saw your site and went all the way through to you know the shopping cart it's like all right if someone wants to buy rooibos this is a good place for them to buy rooibos right because on the google side all they want to do is be useful to the you know the person the people searching utilize right exactly and the better they can do that then the more people are going to use them, the longer they're going to stay on Google, and no one can like like duck duck go can't just come in and take Google's customers because they know that Google has all the answers for you, right? So that's what that's what their mode is, and we you know that's we talk about search engine optimization. Our job is to make sure that Google can see our site so they can help customers faster. Right. So. Yeah, my my next and like final question kind of comes from a place of like. I work in the tech field as well, and mm-hmm. I understand a lot of like the struggles and ups and downs and the man hours you got to put into that, to putting into a website. I can understand that. Do you think? And unfortunately, like Google's like the only, it's the only search engine that people use. People don't use Bing. Well, people don't use anything Bing. else. Well, I, I guess Bing. I'll start using <laughs> Bing. just because you recommended it. Just because you recommended it. Come on, I'll start using Bing. But like honestly, like fuck Bing. I'm probably gonna Google it first. I'm just gonna Google it. It's first. a verb. Google it um, on Bing. Yeah. Like <laughs> my thesis statement here, I guess, is: Does these Googleable search requirements need revision? Like, does Google's like rules around this need to be challenged? Do you think, in your opinion? So my opinion is no. Google, Facebook, Instagram's all free, right? We're on their platform. We don't pay anything, and it's their rules. So, you know, as a, I was a digital marketer, my job is to understand the rules, play by the rules, and exploit those rules to my benefit. Um, I'm sure, even though I never saw one, that whatever happened to my website, there was somewhere on the web, on, on the internets that I could have prevented this if I was, you know, savvy enough to know it. But I'm like, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm getting money off of their free site all day, every day. Yeah. So I'm not going to complain about all that technology that I don't understand True. that they built, right? That I'm on for free. True. True. Incredibly humbling. <laughs> Incredibly humbling. 
guess, but I feel like, you know, Google creates these features for, like, big businesses, for, like, the Starbucks and the McDonald's, but I... Do you feel like, you know, there needs to be like some restructuring that works in favor of small businesses and micro businesses? Not to say that y'all should um, run rogue and like not follow the rules, yeah. but we'll get special treatment. <laughs> but, you know, like to say that, you know, like every small business has the the capacity to withstand all of this, like is that's just not the place we're at as a country as a people yeah yeah no i mean that's totally true but i think that's true for every part of being a small business um on supply side right i'm a teeny tiny supplier so bigger supply bigger companies are able to say hey i want a thousand cups tomorrow i gotta wait six weeks right because i'm tiny they don't care about me like i'm a little yeah. I'm, I'm a little client right yeah. i mean with every part or aspect of being a small micro business you gotta wait you're the little guy and then when you become the big guy, you can bully people. Yeah. But until then, you guys, you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't like that. That's the master's tools. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's Do you think it's reasonable that uh, you know business owners might feel a way about you know? I think that's really where I guess that mm-hmm. sentiment comes from, is that they feel I guess you know forgotten about. But it, it's all an up, upward battle. That's what you know. American capitalism is all about. Yeah, it's capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. I just have one last question because mm-hmm. all the, you know, SEO stuff, all the how you fix the problem stuff, all this like uh, great digital marketer stuff, mm-hmm. it's all good and fine. But yep. I'm really curious what your support system looks like when your business is going through stuff. Who do you tell that, oh my God, like, this thing is happening. I could, I could hardly explain it to you know someone who's not a digital marketing expert. Who's the person that you know you lean on to? I don't know. To give you some emotional support through that. So, great question. <laughs> um, luckily for me, um, when I do this business with my wife, which is also yeah. great, right? Yeah. <laughs> so twenty four hours, but also shout out to the wife. Exactly. Um, I, we have a team. So uh, Brendan Moore, who is our brand manager, who has been with us from the beginning and who I used to do another business with called Alumni Roundup back in the day was a social network for HBCUs. We still talk pretty much every day. His wife did the logo. She's a, a designer, right? So, yep, that logo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You can see it, but Amber's wearing her Brooklyn Tea t-shirt. Head right. to com right now to get yours. Absolutely. Um, so I still have a network of entrepreneurs and creators and like tech nerds who can kind of I can talk through everything. Um, like one of my one of the best men at my wedding, uh, he works for MailChimp, right? So I'm able to talk to him on like deep level email marketing stuff because he understands it on a much deeper level than I understand it. So I made sure my, you know, because of who I am and because I'm a serial entrepreneur, my circle just happens to be people in you know, the same space or the same energy that I have. Mm-hmm. So when things go wrong, I can talk to a bunch of people who can like say, hey, oh, you check this out? Oh, you know, I know someone on that team that can kind of figure it out or I know someone who's been through this too or, oh no, you're the first one that happened to but now I'm that person that, that someone else can come to and be like, okay, I'm in Google jail now. How do I get out? I'm like, all right, here, here are the steps. Don't do that, do that. 
It is really lovely yeah. that the same person you can go to for this advice, like, you're like, oh, this person does this, but he's my best man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really sweet. Uh, that, like, warms my heart. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. Thank you for that. Yeah. Word. Yo, Ali, that's about all we got time for. I feel like we should have another conversation in general about that long in like long form about you know we don't want to keep the listeners tied up for too long but your business and your story is like a unique one for sure thank you that i think we should definitely like cover in long form. so you guys can't see ali but ali and i look like we could be related <laughs> very tall <laughs> handsome yeah, face bearded dreadlock men's bearded dreadlock brothers yeah <laughs> You know with uh, matching tattoos you can start a band or like an rb <laughs> yeah with matching ta- oh yo he got a crown on his forearm as well for those of you that know me i have a basquiat crown on my forearm for which my parents aren't happy for but it's an amazing tattoo all my tattoos are mm-hmm. shout out to my mom hi mom <laughs> um so yeah that's about all we got time for um we're gonna wrap up with our word of the day we're gonna go around and then um yeah amber is not getting off the hook with her icebreaker question because uh, Amber's assignment was to um, ask huh? us all an icebreaker question that we all have to answer in one second or less. We are... We have to... You, we we got to get it. <laughs> we're getting it. We're getting it. This we're getting is behind schedule. I know. We're a little... But it's okay. We're getting it. We're gonna, we could maybe put it... We some, can't do the one we, from last episode. We could put it somewhere. Yeah, we can't do the one from last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't do the one from last episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a good icebreaker question right now. I got one. Uh, <laughs> My favorite Star Wars character. Just, no, I don't yeah. want Star Wars. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a bad question. Yeah. That's a bad question. Oh, I think I was going to ask about hair, but, like, it, it's going to be all lovey-dovey, and you guys are going to be like, ah, oh, this is boring. So, yeah. I mean, why even cancel yourself like that? Like, just ask the question, yo. Put us on the spot. Let me got it. Like, now, 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 now you're giving me all this to delete right here. What's wrong with you? Ask the question. Who taught you how to do your hair and how they inspired your current hairstyle? See, like. <laughs> okay. Okay. One second or less, though. You got to answer in one second or less. All right. Okay. Um, I currently have locks, so I so I get the loctician and Atlanta. When I got my locks done the first time, taught me how to do my hair. Okay. Yeah, because my mom hates these locks. Hates them still. She's an old Jamaican lady. Oh. Yeah, she's not a fan. Well, shout outs to moms and <laughs> shout outs to the old Jamaican ladies. Oh, I love y'all. Well, my mom taught Auntie, me how Auntie. to do my hair, and uh, she also wouldn't approve because she taught me. She spent a lot of time teaching me how to comb my hair, and now I don't want to comb my hair. Uh, I'm sorry, mommy. Come on. Um, uh, pops had locks, so I was like, I want that. I don't have locks anymore. I cut them off like three months ago, four months ago. But uh, I'm rocking the two-strand twist because I get kind of the same look and some freedom to just decide if I want to lock it up or do whatever I want from now on. So, Yeah. Well, so where did you get it from? And Who taught you? Yeah. And how have they inspired your current hairstyle? Which is yeah. not the question I answered. Yeah, like nobody taught me. My mom refused to let me get anything above like a Caesar. <laughs> Growing up, oh, no. so like when I got older, I was like, I just want to have long hair. Like truth she be told, like me? yeah, like yeah, yeah. You guys can't see it, but there's a baby picture of me up on the wall in my apartment. I don't know what like a narcissistic person hair. does that. I don't know who, what kind like, of crazy person does that. Would be so vain of you to put your baby yeah. picture. Yeah, but yeah, like I didn't have nothing above like a, a one or a two, so I just grew it out just because I was like, I want to grow it out, and then I eventually just got it twisted. 
just because people are like, what is that mop top on your head? Like, you look like a dirty Q-tip. Go get that twisted. Come oh, on. Oh, no. What are you doing? What are you doing with that, Brandon? Come on. I mean, they loved me. These are people that loved me. But that's mm-hmm. rude, but okay. It, it like, is. It okay. Is. Sometimes, sometimes, you know. But yeah, I got it. That's how I got it done. Um, all right. Uh, the word of the day for me is, I'm going to go this way. A- appreciate each other's rough edges. Like, it's what makes you human. Brandon's word of the day. So you don't Flacco's word. You don't literally mean a word. You mean a sentence? Because that was a whole sentence. It was a whole sentence. I had a whole word Um, prepared. A word? Okay, wait. So I'll go back. The word of the day today is goose fraba. Uh, right. Go. I, I, what does that mean? I, I'm still doing a phrase. Jack Nicholson, you guys haven't seen that? Ali goes first. That's a good idea. Okay. Oh, you know, let him give him time to think. Give him time to think. Nah, I might got something. I'm good. Just bringing the question on. I got quotes. Just in there. Give a quote and then just a word. Okay, okay. So one of my favorite quotes is, uh, the mind in itself is a place. It can make heaven of hell and hell of heaven. You have said this to me before. That's one of my favorite quotes. Give give it to him one more time. Give it to him one more time. The mind in itself is a place. It can make heaven of hell or hell of heaven. Yo, so so make make your head a heaven, guys. Go ahead, Amber. Uh, I don't know. I've been saying this a lot lately. Take care of your heart. So that's the phrase. Take care of your heart. Uh, it's okay to be scared, but you must move now. It's Mr. Miyagi. Nice. Try to get three. The wax on. Wax off. (laughs) Okay, so. That wraps this up. Well, you can wrap this up. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) That about. That about wraps us up, guys. Nah. Yo, I appreciate y'all for being here. Shout outs to my therapist, Dr. Jackson. Shout outs to my mom, Marcia Kim Jackson. And uh, shout outs to Wyatt. Um, yeah. Thank y'all for being here. Tune in next time for another episode. Um, see your boy, B. Flacco, Brandon in Brooklyn, Young Basquiat out. We out here. Yeah. We yes. out here. Last Dragon signing out. Let's go. Oh, oh. See you later, guys. Have a nice night. And visit BrooklynT.com, the sponsor of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah.